Hey, what's going on, my good people? It's your boy Antoine Smithy Smith, Smithy Sports Machine. Sports Machine Podcast coming to you on the Anchor app. You can also catch me on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and you can catch me on Pocket Cast. But Spotify, I think, is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite app. Yeah, I love music, but hey, it is what it is. But this is my NBA Draft special episode. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about trades. Uh, I'm going to give you, well, my boy Remy A is going to give you his first round mock draft. I'm going to call it off. And it's straight from the top of his dome, man. One of my biggest supporters and hey... I had to throw him in on the show again sometime or another. We sit and talk sports all day, every day. But, enough with the jib jab. When I come back, what we gonna do? Talk Anthony Davis and the Lakers. We'll be right back in a couple of seconds. going on it's your man Raphael Haynes aka Mr. Controversy did you miss me it's a must that you keep it locked here on the sports machine podcast my man Smitty Smitty yeah I'm back I'm back I'm back like I said we're gonna talk this Anthony Davis trade and just get my quick thoughts on it. But before I get into it, y'all know how to catch me on social media. Catch me on Twitter at FatBoySlim underscore 21. Instagram at Antoine A-N, the number 2-W-O-N. Catch my new YouTube channel at Smith Sports Machine. Also, but right quick. Uh, if y'all been living on the rock old uh, I don't know what um, the Lakers and Pelicans made a trade for Anthony Davis uh, it's about a year overdue because uh, in the trade deadline even before that you know there were talks of you know Anthony Davis being traded and if you don't remember Lakers owners said they wouldn't trade I'm sorry the Pelicans owners said they would not trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers you know, over their dead body, but we knew it wouldn't come to that because just like money talk, asset talk. Um, the Lakers had to give up Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, uh, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I almost said something stupid, forgive me. And three first-round picks, including the number four pick in the 2019 draft, which is hey, which is up for sale also. So. Pelicans are willing and dealing. Uh, they're, they've got a young team. We'll have a young team. Um, the biggest part of this trade to me is Kyle Kuzma. Uh, they did not have to give up Kyle Kuzma. And that was, you know, a big, big, big win for the Lakers. Because, in my opinion, he had a bigger upside than Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, 
And to be honest, in my honest opinion, switching to another team, I'm going to say Jason Tatum. Because um, he's, what, 6'9", 6'9", six, 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 can shoot from the wing, has a strong inside game, and can pass the ball. So the Lakers win on that front, not having to give up Kyle Kuzma. They they beat it out, but the New Orleans Pelicans um, they get a first round pick. Like I said, the fourth overall, Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, which I think and personally it was time for a change for both of those players. Um, Lonzo Ball, the drummer with his dad, and Brandon Ingram drafted higher, but still not panning out. And I think both of them, to be honest, uh, I think both of them folded. You know, to the pressure of playing under LeBron James in Los Angeles in Hollywood. And, you know, with a lot of players, you know, a fresh start is always good. And I think these two, pairing them with a young Zion Williamson and whomever else they take with four or if they move down and take more players, I think a young, you know, a young Lonzo Ball, young Brandon Ingram can you know, guide them a little bit. No, they've not been in the league a long time, but their struggles to, you know, get to where they are, that will help, you know, young players on the Pelicans, you know, transition to the NBA. Now, given they do have Drew Holiday, who's a veteran NBA point guard. Now, Julius Randle, he would have been a nice fit there, but to me, I think, um, him playing, you know, him being left-handed, same type of game as Zion Williamson, maybe not as athletic, but their games are very similar, so I understand why Julius Randle opted out, you know, and in free agency and maybe headed to another team. But the Pelicans have to get veterans around those young players. It is a definite must. Now, the number four pick... As I was saying a little earlier in the show, um, that number four pick, well, we know number one will be Zion. And number four, I think it um, is still up in the air. <clears throat> now, they got also got the right to swap the 2023 pick and an unprotected 2024 pick that the Orioles can defer 2025. Yeah, that goes through a lot, but basically saying no matter what the Lakers I'm sorry the Pelicans get a first round pick now the key to one to those last two picks they can keep switching all the way from 2021 all the way back to 2025 and the thing with that LeBron will be long gone from the Lakers Anthony Davis may still be there Kyle Kuzma may still be there but that doesn't guarantee what that record would look like I guarantee one of those picks would be a lottery pick. So, New Orleans wins on that front. Now, the number four pick has been up in a lot of discussions because uh, the Atlanta Hawks have tried to move up uh, with the 10th and 17th, no, I'm sorry, 8th and 10th pick uh, in the 2019 draft to try to get up to that number four spot. And they are looking at Jared Culver, uh, Texas Tech wingman, shooting guard. And the Pelicans, um, rumored by the New York Post, New York Times, whatever you want to call it, um, they've been rumored to try to move up to number two to pair R.J. Barrett with um, 
Zion Williamson to make him a little bit more comfortable, which I think, you know, would be a good move. But on the other hand, I still have my questions about it. Now, also, go to my YouTube channel and you will see my questions about Zion being paired with RJ. But that number four pick, you know, it, it, it may change, you know, the, the whole look of the whole first round. Because uh, there are three three wingmen that are vying for that one spot. Because you got Zion at one. You got Jay Moran at two to Memphis. Number three, you got the Knicks who will likely take R.J. Barrett. Number four, Pelicans or whoever trading to that spot. They will be looking at Jerry Culver, Cam Reddish, or DeAndre Hunter out of Virginia. So that number four spot is very coveted. So the Pelicans could move back, get future assets again, and put, you know, more, you know, they could use it for, you know, a veteran pick, trade for a veteran pick, trade that number four pick for a veteran pick, and, you know, put somebody in there in between all those young players and kind of mix it up a little better. But it'll be very interesting to see, you know, how it goes. Now, when I get back, I'm going to give you my boy Remy Yates' uh, first round mock draft. Then, I'm going to give you my thoughts as I go along doing it. I'll be right back, my good people. This is former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, big game, James Canada. And when I need to get my sports fix, I tune into Smitty Sports Machine. All right, let's get into the actual NBA draft. Uh, We've reached the date. June 20th. Uh, it's going to be a really exciting first round because um, <clears throat> I think, you know, it may be that the record of 13 trades back in 2010. And if you think about it, uh, like I said, this draft is not constructed, you know, with a lot of stars like in days past. And, and I'm not meaning that the kids don't have talent. But, I mean, in a draft where, you know, you know, say like 2003 when you had LeBron James, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, you know, Carmelo Anthony, players like that. This is not one of those drafts. Um, it will be a lot of impactful players, but for the star caliber players, uh, I only see, a, well, my, me personally, I only see a handful. And... My five would probably be the three players from Duke, uh, Zion, and maybe, I'm saying, I'm sorry, three players from Duke, Jay Morant, and maybe Jared Culver, I want to say. But you have a lot of players with, you know, potential, you know, to be breakthrough players, but they just have to put in the work. And... This is the reason why I understand why they took away, you know, 
the one that you know that straight out of high school rule because kids were not developing you know physically or mentally yes it would change a lot of lives but at the same time you know you can easily throw a life away you know if you don't know how to handle that type lifestyle so that is one reason why i think you know that they took away the you know straight out of high school rule to the nba i understand it no i didn't like it but you know i over time it grew on me as to why they did it but hey they let's just like they put it in the place they can take it away but um let's get to this first round um number one uh we all know it's gonna be zion wilson to the pelicans uh slam dunk straight slam dunk y'all heard my thoughts on that a little bit earlier but one thing i do like you know the new orleans pelicans are building for success that is something that i can say that they didn't do properly for anthony davis but Zion Williamson may get the benefit of the doubt. Uh, if you want to get, you know, my further in, input on this, you know, by me, by far as them putting talent around Zion, go to my blog on WordPress.com, and I will give you my thoughts on them building a better future around Zion that they did Anthony Davis. Trust me, you will enjoy it. But uh, number two, Jay Morant, guard out of Murray State. No brainer, they love him. Uh, they traded Mike Conley to the Utah Jazz for Kyle Corver, Jay Crowder, and a number 23 pick. Oh, and I'm sorry, Grayson Allen, former Blue, Duke, Blue Devil, also. Um, so, John Morant is a no brainer, hands down here. Number three is the New York Knicks with RJ Barrett. Love that pick. And. He could be, a, you know, the cornerstone of that. If he develops right, he could be the cornerstone of that team. And they could build around him. And on top of that, I can see them getting a match player. Maybe not this offseason, but maybe next offseason. Number four, I have the Pelicans trading to the Hawks. Hawks have been high on Jared Culver. And that's who I'll take at number four with the Hawks. A wingman out of Texas Tech. Shooting guard, average 18 points a game. Uh, in college last year Hawks need a two guard desperately and another wing player maybe later in the draft if they at number 17 maybe they could get it uh, another wing man or we'll see when we get there Cleveland now this is a tough one because uh, DeAndre Hunter and uh, Cam Reddish uh, they're battling, you know, for position. Uh, a lot of teams like both players. Cam Reddish is a lot higher on a lot of people's boards, but DeAndre Hunter is not far behind, being that he's a better defender than uh, Cam Reddish. So, this will be interesting, but my boy Remy went with um, Cam Reddish. Uh, Duke. Number six, Houston. I think he has Houston trading up from, give me one second, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, okay, I see what he did, he did, um, he made an internal trade, uh, the Phoenix Suns, um, he had them trading Chris Paul to Phoenix, and he switched it out with the number six pick, 
And with the number six pick, he took uh, Darius Garland, uh, point guard Vanderbilt. Uh, for y'all that don't know, Darius Garland only played like five games last year, but he averaged 18 points a game. And he was well on his way to having a great season in the SEC, but he uh, tore his meniscus in his knee, so he missed the entire season. He has a good upside. It's just a matter of how bad was that knee injury when he suffered it. You know, if you have to do a complete repair, that's, you know, really a year, year and a half. But if you hurt it to the point where they don't know how to trim it, you can get back you know to where you were one positive thing out of this is he's still young so by him being so young he still can recover at a nice pace number seven chicago bulls uh he have them taking seku dubamya whatever his name is i can't pronounce it but he's the kid from france 18 years old uh athletic a bit raw but with chicago they need help in the front court and the back court. Uh, I could see him, you know, working. He's six ten, and he has very long, you know, a good wingspan. So playing him in the front court with Wendell Carter uh, and Zach Levine might just work. Oh, and Laurie Marketing. So this would be a very nice fit. Very nice young, you know, front court for the Bulls. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans from the Hawks. Uh, they will take DeAndre Hunter. I spoke a little bit about him earlier. Uh, nice piece for New Orleans to go on the defensive end. You know, he has to work on his shooting, which I think he can because he got better, you know, the last two years of his three years at Virginia. Number nine, Kobe White. Uh, point guard out of, point guard, shooting guard out of North Carolina. I think this is a great fit only because uh, they don't know when John Wall is coming back or how he will recover from his injury. But Kobe White would be a great stand-in to play alongside Bradley Beal, you know, because both of them, you know, can facilitate off each other. Now, Washington still needs help in the front court, mainly because uh, they traded away Otto Porter last year and, you know, they lost... uh, Gorich, I think. So, Washington still has to get front court help, whether it's free agency or the draft. So, look for them to uh, go for uh, a suitable person for that. Jackson Hayes will be number New Orleans Pelicans pick at 10. I like this kid a lot. Uh, he's a legit defensive uh, big man, 6'11. Uh, he only scored 10 points and averaged 5 rebounds, but his potential was there. Um, he shot 72% from the field, but that was mostly dunks or whatever you want to, you know, put around the rim. He has to, uh, in, in the NBA, in today's game, you have to have a slight perimeter jumper uh, and not only play up under the rim. I think with the right tutelage, he will be okay. New Orleans definitely need a big man now that Julius Randle uh, is on his way out. P.J. Washington, forward of Kentucky. Uh, to Minnesota at 11. This is a great pick. I love he picked this uh, pick at number 11 because uh, Andrew Wiggins is on the hot seat. They're trying to move him but can't get any suitors. But to be honest, to get that bad contract off, I think they'll take just about anything for him to get him off the books. 
So PJ Washington would be a great fit there. Uh, number 12 is Charlotte. Rue Hachimara, uh, the Japanese sensation. Well, his parents are Korean, I'm sorry. And he was born in Korea. But um, he went to Gonzaga, played very well. Uh, I think he's the type of player that can develop because he has this explosiveness under the rim, you know, to score points. So if Kimball Walker stays and they can get a, you know, another swing man to play alongside him, I think he'll be fine. Sacramento is Nasir Little. At number 13, he had a trade here also. And at 13, he had, um, okay, I see how he had it. He had it, um, Narzir Little, Sacramento. Uh, they moved up. He thinks they're going to make a trade for Miami uh, for cat relief for um, Ryan Anderson, which would be a smart move. Uh, Nazir Little may be one of the most underrated players in this draft. Let's start out with the Boston Celtics at number 14. Keldon Johnson, which I think would be a great pick. Uh, 15. Let's go to number 15, which would be the Detroit Pistons. Nikhil Alexander Walker. Like that pick. 16 is Orlando. Cameron Johnson. Uh, I think Orlando, knowing that they may lose uh, Vucevic this year, I think they may go up at four or center. Uh, I know they have Mo Bamba, and I'm going to get into it a little bit later uh, about Bleacher Report and three possible trades. Uh, that they have going into tonight's draft. So I'm going to talk, you know, trades, trades, trades. Um, 17, Atlanta, Bruno Fernando. I love that pick. If you go to my YouTube page, you can see uh, I actually have the Hawks picking him in an early video I did. Uh, I think he has a lot of upside, very athletic, uh, great wingspan, can block shots, works well around the rim. Only thing he doesn't do well is shoot free throws. Something he could easily work on. Uh, the Patriots would take Ty Jerome, and I understand why he made this pick. Uh, Port guard out of Virginia. Uh, they lost uh, Tyreek Evans and Victor Oladipo. Missed a lot of last year with that uh, knee injury. So you plug in Ty Jerome at point guard, you got a, a good feel. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, they love international players. Uh, Goja Bitaze uh, will be their pick, he thinks. Uh, number 20, another Boston pick. Two of, the, two of three. Uh, he thinks Boston will go bowl, bowl. And that's not a bad pick because they just lost Al Horford um, and Marquise Morris possibly in that front court. So bowl, bowl would not be a bad pick. Uh, next, number 21. Uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, Romeo Langford. Awesome pick. 22, Boston. The last of their three picks. Uh, Chuma Okiki. Uh, great pick there. Memphis, another pick in the first round. Mifodu Cabinjele. I can't pronounce that. 
but that is an awesome pick as well. He has a lot of solid picks on here. Uh, Tyler Herrero uh, for Philadelphia at 24. Now, 25, he has Kevin Porter Jr., USC. That is a great pick because uh, Portland is probably one small forward away, a wingman away from really being, you know, can move from the middle to the top of the Western Conference. That is that is a serious quote for me myself. Uh, number twenty six, Lucas Samanic. I think he likes him because, um, well, let's, let's go back. He sent me a note on this one. Um, he likes them with he likes Lucas Samanic with Philadelphia because uh, he said it reminds him of uh, Darich, Luka Darich, uh, Luka Darich. Uh, Darish of the 76 is a similar game. Uh, so he likes him at Philadelphia instead. But let's go down to 27. Whoa, he put Nicholas Claxton in the first round. Now he's getting a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of play as we get closer to the draft. Forward out of Georgia, great wingspan, can score around the rim. And all he has to do, get that jump shot under control. He can be a solid forward in the NBA for Brooklyn. I love that pick. Golden State Warriors, Dylan Wilder. And he has some great picks on here. He did his homework. At 29 is Daniel Gafford. And number 30 for Milwaukee is KZ Okapala. Nice international player. So, those are his first-round picks. And, on top of that, when I come back, I will give y'all a couple of trades Bleacher Report wants us to watch. I want to thank Remy Yates for giving me his first-round mock draft to go off of. I greatly appreciate that, man. Keep supporting me. I appreciate it to the highest degree. But, let's get this break, and we'll be right back. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike Patton, a.k.a. The General, SportsAwakening.com, and you're tuned in to Smitty Sports Machine and my boy, Antoine Smitty Smith. Let's get back to this last segment. Let's get this last segment rolling. Like I said a little earlier... Uh, I'm going to give y'all a couple of trades Bleacher Report wants you to watch out for and I'll give my quick opinion. Uh, the first trade is one I referred to a little earlier. Uh, Hawks and Pelicans, uh, the number four pick and the number eight pick. I think it makes sense for Atlanta. Uh, GM Travis Link already said he doesn't want you know, a lot of rookies you know, coming in. So I think they limited it to two or three, mainly two. Uh, getting the number four pick would be nice to get a reddish or a culver and keep number 17 in my opinion i like the pick that Remy Yates gave of bruno fernando i love that pick man and like i said that dude's athletic and could be a sleeper in the draft 
Uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, they have the Kings and Thunders making a trade. The Kings receive Dennis Schroeder in the number one pick. And the Thunder receive a future second round, protected second round pick. Now, this may not sound like a lot, but this will be a big help to Oklahoma uh, to get back under the, get out of the luxury tax. Uh, if you don't know, they have Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Stephen Adams under a lot, you know, got them tied to a lot of money. And by Schroeder being only worth 15.5 this year, I think um, the 25-year-old point guard, I think it would be a good move to San Antonio to tutor De'Aaron Fox and to be honest, you can probably put them on the floor together because uh, Schroeder is a decent jump shooter. Now, mind you that if this if this pick was to take place, I could see Schroeder being moved again and them just using the number 21 pick. It's just food for thought. Uh, the Suns and Wizards. Uh, the Wizards would receive TJ Warren. The Suns would receive Ian Mahimi. 2020 first round pick lottery protected this would be a great pick also because um warren who's only 25 had a real decent season last year averaging 18 points uh, and he may be due for a contract in the next couple of years so this could save them money down the road because now the last two years of his deal he's you know going to average over 17 million a year so mahimi would be a Saturday cap dump, you know, for the Wizards who were trying to slowly rebuild after, you know, getting hit hard last year with injuries. Now, one more trade, and that'll be it. Uh, Clint Capella, uh, Celtics and Rockets. They think the Celtics and Rockets will make a deal. Uh, the Celtics would receive uh, Clint Capella. Rockets would receive Aaron Baines. Robert Williams and number 2022 pick in tonight's draft. This would also be, you know, another great pick because, uh, another great trade, I'm sorry. Uh, because Al Horford is opted out of his deal and they have no one in the front court. Uh, Capella is more of a defensive player, a great rebounder. He can play well around the rim. So I could see this actually happening, you know, for the Celtics and Rockets. Now with the 20 and 22nd pick, um, it could help, you know, Houston with their rebuilding. They're also, you know, strapped with cap space also um, because uh, they may try to sign Kyrie Irving back again. It doesn't seem likely, but it could still happen. Those are the three trades that um, Bleacher Report put out there and um, were the three that interested me. I've seen a couple of more, but I don't think they'll happen. But those three are legitimately possible because um, they all have good reasoning behind them. But that's my show for today. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. And as I said a little earlier, catch me all over social media. Uh, Twitter at FatboySlim underscore 21. And Instagram, Antoine, A-N, the number 2-W-O-N. 
and catch me on my new YouTube channel, Mini Sports Machine. Uh, I think you, I have a video that you will definitely enjoy. And while you're on my YouTube, go ahead and put up those comments so I can respond so we can talk sports. I would greatly appreciate that. This your boy Antoine Smith-Smith. For me, myself, my homeboy Remy Yates, we want to welcome y'all back next time. I'll catch y'all on the flip side, my good people. Peace.